Who's gonna fill their shoes when Who's they're gone? St- I never heard that song before. I was trying to create one. Who's gonna stand that tall? Who's gonna play the Opry? It's better and when the Wabash s- Cannonball. Oh, that song. It's George Jones, man. Yeah, it's, Jones, it's better when, when I know the song ahead of time and I can prepare and we can actually do a duet. Like, I could be Lita Ford and you could be Ozzy Osbourne. Wow. And if I close my eyes forever, will it all remain the same? I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is the Everything I Know podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Whitley, the funny real estate guy, here to talk to the man, the myth, the legend, the one, the only. He actually called, told me to call him Mr. Green today, Senior Verde. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good stuff. Welcome. Welcome back, my friend. Yeah, I heard you. I pulled up in the the car with the soft top and I heard you say Scott just pulled up and I was like it's Mr. Green to you that's funny (laughs) well before you got here I called you Mr. Early yeah (laughs) but we're both always late so it's okay dude you know why I'm late today why I'm 35 minutes behind today you want to know why why because of the cult of Starbucks and it is a cult we have free coffee here that you pay for here's the deal every where's my mic going (laughs) every couple of weeks so today's episode is about passive aggressiveness wait a minute (laughs) It's not really. It's just that I'm thinking above. I'm like, okay, here we go. Oh, there we go. Everybody got my mic back. See, it was not plugged in right. No. So every other Friday is coffee with dad day with my daughter, who's 13. Yeah. She has it on my couch. Thank you so very much. Gracie Seguin. She has a great voice. Gracie Seguin, everybody. I'm okay if she replaces me for the voiceover part. Yes. She did it a while ago, and it was really, really good. She's got it. So She's she's a talent. But back to my story. Yes. And now for the rest of the story. Daddy Starbucks. It said Daddy Warbucks. Daddy Starbucks. Yeah, I don't think we can do that, can we? Interesting, interesting. Okay, so every other week I have coffee with, it's on my calendar, it says coffee with sunshine, which my daughter nicknamed Uh herself, I guess, which is actually my wife's nickname, which is kind of weird, but anyway. So every other week I drop my boys off at school, two of the three boys, and I take my daughter to Starbucks. And um, we go in usually, there's there's a big line outside, but usually inside, we don't order on the app, it's just a couple minutes from her school. We're just going to get it and cruise. It's just a little time together, right? But we pull in today. There are 27, we counted them, 27 cars in the drive-thru. We pull around the front of the building. There's nowhere to park. And I'm like, man, this is crazy busy for a Friday morning. Usually Friday mornings are like dead for some reason. The rest of the week, it's crazy. But anyway, it was giveaway a special red cup day or something. We walked into the madness. So much for social distancing. Everybody had masks on. It was super cool. There were like 12 baristas back there slinging ice and milk and coffee. It was nuts. And they were like, okay, it's going to be about a 20-minute wait. We were like, ooh, okay, that's cool. 35 minutes later, they finally call us for the first drink of three that we ordered. Oh, my God. Because she was, she was a special day for her today, and she bought had purchased a friend a drink, and we were taking her a drink. And I got my – I don't usually get one, but I got a cafe mocha and stuff, so it was kind of funny. But anyway – um, well, that set me back this whole morning, 35 minutes. Cause it's usually like in and out. Yeah. They're usually really fast in and out. So 
I had an 8.15 meeting. I didn't get there till 8.45. The 8.45 meeting ran over because we had to talk business. We had to get it done. Again, then I had to go do my thing to, you know, get refreshed and ready for the day and then get here. And then it's just, it's been compounded. So we were supposed to start 10 and we started at 10.40. Yeah. It's crazy. But we got plenty of time. Oh, yeah. I heard that today's topic is on point and it's like, bam. Um, and I cannot pair my new, my Apple watch to my new phone. I've been trying for three days. That anyway. is so yeah, terrible. I know so topical. First world problems. Let's talk about. That's not even first world. That's like one percent problems, baby. That's true. It's you know true. what I'm saying? Because I'm in the. I'm not going to be cocky. I'm going to say humble. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah. So yeah, you're talking about today's this week's topic. You know, it's very topical. It's very timely. It's very I sat around counting the hours. It took a long time for me to count. Like it's taking us to count votes. So with the election going on, mm, I know what election. Oh, you mean the one we had that's the, not over yet? Right. Okay, the one yeah. still ongoing gotcha. as yeah. of yeah. That the one. filming of this podcast. Yeah. Um, oh God. So are we going to talk about that? Well, I mean, not really. Cause I know I don't like to talk politics. If I try to talk politics, I'm just going to sound more dumb than I am. And you know, we really, we don't have all the time that we need to. So, I'm not great at talking politics, okay. But what I am curious of, and I know, and I've actually gotten a lot of calls about this because I know it's not just the the housing market or the economy, but I know that, I think that's what a lot of people are worried about right now because we may have a change in power, and so I'm just curious what your um, your your takeaway is from previous elections when there's been a shift in power. How has it affected your business? How has it affected uh, real estate transactions you've had, uh, developments, investments, all that? I just kind of wanted to, that's just one big question for to start us off on the topic for today. Okay, that's great. So let me just start by saying, as irresponsible as this may sound, I could give two shits about who wins this whole thing, really. And I think all the nonsense around it, you know, the impending chaos in the streets if Trump wins and the impending tax increases if Biden went blah, 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 right? What are we going to do? Are we going to pack up and move? I mean, some people, even that post you made about packing up and moving to Canada, I get it. It's funny. Ha, ha, ha. It's just like, okay, if they raise taxes, what do I have to do? Well, in order to maintain my lifestyle, I must need to earn more money. So how do I do that? Or am I willing to ratchet back my lifestyle? And how do I do that? Like you got to plan and execute and figure it out. If, you know, I remember in 2000, I'm pretty sure it was 2000, the hanging chads yeah. from the Florida. Yeah. Gore and Bush. And it was all about the hanging chads. And is that one punched or is that one messed up from the machine? And so a lot of people that, are, that voted for the first time this year or voted for maybe the second time this year, they don't remember that. They're too young to remember that. Right. That was 20 years ago i was so, in high school right couldn't so, vote but i knew what was going on yeah but so everybody younger than you has no freaking idea and even in high schoolers don't know right, right. so you, you weren't really you heard it but you didn't know what it was about what it what the consequences were right. um a friend of mine said the other day you know what they ought to do they both ought to win they ought to put them in one of those get along t-shirts where it's two shirts in one and yeah. you got to get along and put them in that office over there until they figure out health care and when they come out 
They can take the T-shirt off. And then after three days of rest, they get to go back and put the T-shirt on. They got to go figure out immigration and health. You know what I'm saying? Like That's cool. I, I've heard of a similar bullshit. version of that, but it wasn't as peaceful. Well, it's it's total bullshit that they can't figure things out in a modern era in a in a way that makes sense for everyone without getting mad and talking nonsense. And so I really have no skin in the game. I think that both of them are not the best choice for our country just because of they are. I voted one way because I felt empowered and, you know, encouraged to vote one way. Um, but it was the lesser of two evils. You've heard that said a lot, right? Um, and so if, if one wins, we have a strategy on how to execute business this way. If the other party wins, we have a strategy and execute in our business on this way, in, in this way. And so what I would tell you is I would say to those of you who are out there who are worried about it and concerned one way or another, I would say, A, get educated next time around and do what you can do to help pitch your version of the story on how you want the, Amer- the future of America to look like and start winning friends that will vote like you. Or perhaps open your mind and be swayed the other way and vote like them. Whatever, right? Because we get so set in our ways. But you're looking at some of these states right now, and the margins between the two are like literally a small church congregation is the difference between winning the state and losing the state. It's just ridiculous. And so it really does make a difference that you vote. One vote counts. You know, now are there shenanigans and and other kinds of things going on? Maybe, probably, who knows, right? But we can't police all that. I do believe there's a better way to cast a vote. Let's do a retinal scan, face recognition, thumbprint. My God, really? Like, come on. We got to go put, I went and voted on an electronic screen. I don't know what the rest of the country is like. I went and voted on an electronic screen. Pushed all the buttons electronically, right, with my little finger condom to keep me from getting germs and whatever. It printed a piece of paper. They took the piece of paper from me. They put it in a machine that scanned it, and then they dropped it in a box. Yeah. So it went from digital to physical, back to digital, and I'm assuming that was the trash. I have no idea, but it struck me odd that it took me... I didn't have to wait in line, thankfully, because I voted early, but it took me probably 30 minutes to do the whole thing. When in... in Three minutes, I probably could have done it on my phone, in my living room, in my pajamas, while I was watching Monday Night Football. Like, come on. There's got to be a better way. And I know there's a better way because we have all these other services and all these other things in the private sector that that do things well. Um, But I will say that we have serious problems in this country, big ones, and they require everybody to try to find common ground to get along on. And if we can find that first to get a, like, you shouldn't murder people. That's common ground. Right. Let's come together on that. You shouldn't molest children. Hey, that's common ground. Let's come together on that and work from there and check off all the boxes first that are common ground and then get to work on the hard ones. Well, why don't you want universal health care? Well, here's why. Well, here's why I want it. Okay. And, and kind of find out, well, is there a happy medium there? Is there a, hey, what if we try this for 24 months in this area of the country and see if it works? It's called market testing. In business, that's what we do, right? We proof the market that the concept is going to work. Well, let's go do that in government with little programs and shit. Hey, how about about immigration? Been around the construction industry and migrant workers since 1988 when I started my carpentry career. That's 32 years. 
and we still have an immigration problem where people who come here secretly and in the shadows and don't get a high quality of living because they have to live in the shadows can't get a work permit and come to work for me. Just like that. Why not give them a work permit? And then when you run them through the system and retinal scan and fingerprint, you find out they're a fucking criminal, then ship them off. But my God, let's get them a work permit first. Let's go to work. Let's get some stuff done and not have them live in the shadows. Take some of their tax dollars too and do this thing. It's 32 years. I'm fired up. But I say, I, this I'm is a historic up. moment. I just, I just, I'm just broke a record getting you fired up. I'm just pissed, man, because it's like, Yes, it's hard. It's difficult. But let's take it in little bite-sized pieces. They say, how do you eat an elephant? One fucking bite at a time. Well, how do you fix immigration? Let's do it one area. Not even a state. Let's take a county. Let's take a, let's take a region of the border. Maybe it's two states. I got no idea how it starts. But do something. Right? I'm okay with a wall as long as it's controllable in certain areas, but you, you got a wall that's five miles long this way, and then you got a five mile stretch, it's wide ass open. So what's the point? Really, what's the point? I mean, we have bigger problems with the wall and all the drug trafficking and things like that that have nothing to do with immigration. But I'm talking about when when Javier walks through the desert eight days to get here. He ends up in our city and he stands on the corner and says, I need work. I'm hungry. And we go, okay, cool. Come to work. Not we, I don't do that right now, but I'm saying if he comes to work and he, he makes a hundred bucks for the day, well, he got a hundred bucks for the day. Why can't he just go to some particular office, get a work permit with a valid Mexican ID or something, start with the basics and then go from there. I mean, that would be the it's a, it's the same shit. Like, I mean, back in the day, everybody went to Ellis Island and they signed a book and they put who their wives were and who their children were. And they all got off of this thing and they went downtown to the slums and they got a little $3 a month apartment and they worked in, in whatever they did. Right. I mean, it's just, it's, it's complicated. I get it, but there is a way the, the, the lack of doing anything is what pisses me off. 32 years. I've been exposed to this problem. How long has it been going on before that? I got no idea. But I'm fired up about it, by God. Dang. Yeah. Is there a Verde so, 2024? So the... <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. No. I'd rather lead from out here and influence. But here's my point. Here's my point. We as entrepreneurs, as business owners and single operators and independent contractors and small business owners and employees, for God's sake, you have to just get over the fact that one side or another did or didn't win and get back to making a living and get back with your life. No negative energy. Forget about it. I haven't watched the news for more than three minutes this entire process. I didn't even turn the television on the day of the election. I voted the Friday before, and I was like, I don't, whatever. Went to bed that night, no idea. Got up the next morning, no idea. Saw some news on the, at, was it the, at the gym and I saw a TV. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, Biden, 214, Trump, whatever. I was like, okay. What about my day? No big deal. Because I'm, I'm already resolved to the fact that, that it's big government. There's Republicans and Democrats on both sides. There's guys, guys that have been there, you know, a generation is 40 years. There's people that have been in office longer than a generation. That's really weird to me. I don't think that's right. Um, and so I really believe that no matter what happens, you have to get busy doing your thing. It's just a hiccup. It's just something else to navigate around. It's a damn challenge, if nothing else. Okay, so what happens in real estate? This is a real estate thing. 
So what happens if Trump wins? Well, we continue to do business as usual. We don't really make a bunch of changes. We may strategize for some different things in the future based on rates and where we think the T-bonds are going to be and all that. But it's pretty much the same. We do some 1031 exchanges here and there. Pretty normal. But still, the Federal Reserve still has the control over like the interest rates. The interest rates, right. But they're so, not going anywhere right, right now. Yeah. And for a long time. Right. I love the clamor, like the, 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 what do you call it? The uh, bull rush to the mortgage company to get a deal, but rates aren't going up anytime soon. And if they go up a point, really, I mean, we're talking about happy meal money here in the, in the scheme of things. Um, And I may be too fortunate to be able to say that, but it's the truth when you really break it down. So the last thing I'll say is that if, if Biden wins and I'm in real estate, what's my strategy? Well, I'm probably not going to 1031 exchange because that may go away. I'm probably going to look for a more long-term investments. I'm going to sit on stuff. I'm just going to change the, the playbook. I'm going to draw from a different set of plays and, and strategies and stuff. But I'm not going to lose because I'm a smart, go-getter, hustle, grind it out. Is it going to hurt? Maybe for a season. But let's go. So I just want to encourage everybody just straighten up, chill out. Let's do this. We need to post this today. Like just edit it and go. Just rele- like take a extremely deep breath, release it all, and get back to work. Right? Yeah. Let's get back to work. All right. Yeah. Cool. That was. And then what? <laughs> Is that it? I'll go ahead and just put it out there. I mean, there's a lot of people too that are afraid of with the political change that we're going to have another shutdown, especially as high as COVID cases are right now, which I'm about to go get COVID tested, by the way, not because I have symptoms because I'm, I'm actually performing tomorrow night for the first time since March. Wow, man. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, how do we, how do we prepare for another shutdown? That's a whole nother question. However, I I'm not okay with these massive shutdowns that blanket areas where there are no cases or limited cases or subdued cases. Like, I really think that it not only needs to be a state-by-state issue, but it should probably be a county-by-county issue. You know, like, why shut down Smith County if it doesn't have near as many percentage of cases as Dallas County, and Dallas County may be running rampant, and the county judge there or the people in charge there say, yeah, we got to close things down. I get that. That's probably logical. It hurts. You know, there's no doubt. But there are still ways to earn a living and make money when things are shut down. A lot of companies have moved to going to working from home. We did a lot of work from home when we were, you know, this office was shut down for a season. Um, We did a lot of work from home and everybody eventually came back. We did protocols of sanitizing and hand washing and had soap and sanitizer and wipes everywhere. I mean, we were really diligent, went through cases and cases of Lysol, uh, you know, to spray things down. Um, and, um, you know, we made it through the, the thing to remember is that even if it's shut down, there's gotta be something. There was a ton of home food deliveries, you know, it's not fun if you're a, you know, you got a hundred thousand dollar a year job and you know, you got to go to delivering pizzas three days a week to supplement your income. That's no fun. But what's the alternative? Miss a house payment, lose your car. Right? Like, that doesn't compute to me. It's like, it's cold now. Split some firewood. Sit down down on the side of the road and and sell some firewood. Like, I just, 
I'm just not the person, dude, that's going to sit home and go, oh, well, my bar closed, so they laid me off and I've got to go home. No, dude, go do something else. No, lady, go do something else. Just find something. Get really creative. And it may be a really good time for people to, like, start chasing their passion. Get extremely lean on your budget and things that you're doing financially. Prepare for that. Like, if there was another shutdown, did you spend the last three months preparing for one? Might be too late now. But you got two months. You know, the president doesn't get in, in, in office until January, right? They're sworn in in January. You got two full months. Get after it. Aggressively plan. Liquidate some stuff. Get on Craigslist and sell some stuff. Garage sell some stuff. I don't know, man. I just know that for me, when things get ugly, I get aggressive. And nobody gets in my way. I'm going to earn what I need to make it. When things get ugly, I get aggressive. <laughs> That's the quote of the day. Yeah, when things get ugly, I get aggressive. Well... You know, I don't want people to resort to violence. I don't want people to resort to self-harm and, and mental illness is rampant. Of course, we know that. We've talked about that recently. But I've heard of multiple life-ending situations just in the last couple of weeks. Um, young people. And it's just like, are you kidding me, man? Like, it's tragic as hell. And so that weighs on a lot of people's minds, you know. But I just, man... I don't know if I've just conditioned myself to be mentally strong or if I just don't give a shit and I'm just going to go like, no doubt Senior Verde would be delivering pizzas. I'd be finding a restaurant that was open and I would try to be doing something. I would go split firewood. I would go find somebody digging a ditch somewhere and say, can I help you? I've got 10 shovels. Let's do this. Right. I'm just not going to sit at home and milk up the nonsense. And the first thing I'm going to do is turn off my damn cable because it's probably a hundred bucks a month or my Hulu or my Disney plus or whatever. I'm going to quit watching television. I'm going to go get busy, yeah. create some sweat. Right. How much does it cost? I mean, how can you get, how much can you get paid for splitting firewood? So firewood goes for about 180 bucks a cord, um, for good dried seasoned firewood. So it's a little too late to do the seasoned wood, but you could at least split it. And some people like to mix green wood with their seasoned wood because it burns slower because it has to evaporate the moisture before the wood burns. It does create a lot of creosote in the chimney, so it needs to be cleaned out. But if you burn it outside, it doesn't matter. So I just had visions of Rocky Four going through my head. Like I'm, I'm hearing if you if it's when it gets ugly, I get aggressive and I went Rocky Four and you said split firewood. And I feel yeah. like the sign. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm gonna make some side hustle splitting firewood and getting jacked. I'm telling you, man, I hand split firewood when I was down and out in the nineties and couldn't find carpentry work and it was the dead of winter. And I was like, I saw a tree that somebody had cut out of their yard and I was like, can I have that? And they were like, yeah, I got their cut down wood. Then I started thinking, well, I'm going to get some cut down wood and split. I split it with a hand maul. And if you don't know what that is, look it up. Cause it's a sledgehammer with a pointy end. And it's a son of a bitch. I always wonder what that was called. <laughs> yeah. So first you, you, Split it, you know, with a hand um, maul, get it drove in the top. Then you take another hammer and bang it until the wood cracks open. If it's green, it takes a lot more work. If it's dry and it's cut just right, you can split it and boom, it's over. Possibly. Most things that are green take a lot more work. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. But so, so it's just like, I mean, go take your next paycheck and buy a leaf blower. And go blow leaves for people on your street or down the street or in a different neighborhood where they have trees. And just say, I'm just trying to make a living. I'm just trying to get out here and do stuff while we're shut down. 
I'm a regular such and such, and then my job's closed, and I just got to make money to pay my bills. Can I blow your leaves? You know how many people are going to tell you no? A few. You know how many people are going to go, damn right. That's the American way. Here, son. Here's 30 bucks. Blow my leaves. Seriously. Yeah, Even if they had their own leaf blower. Yeah. Because it's the, 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 the ingenuity and the drive behind that. I'm not going to quit shit. People get behind that. Your wife's a baker. She can bake some cookies. Bake some damn cookies and try to sell them. They don't even have to go to the store. Like, I don't know. I just don't know. But it's like, oh, drives me nuts. Just go do something. And if it's like if people have been listening to us all this time, thank you. But one, you also should know already that you shouldn't wait till the shutdown happens to make your plan. That's why I said you got two months. That's right. If there's going to be a shutdown based on a regime change, you got two months. A little more than two months, right? Yeah. The 20th or something in the end of January. So, but even if it happens tomorrow, you got a day. Even if yeah, figured you got out, a day. you got a day to sit down and strategize on paper. All right, here's what our budget looks like. We got to cut, 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 cut. We're going to save ourselves $500 a month by cutting these items. Just do it. You know, it sucks. You, you got a car you can't afford. If it's with a, if it's with finance with a car company, you're kind of screwed. They're not going to take it back. But if it's finance with a local bank, you can go to the local bank and say, Hey, look, I can't make these payments. And, you can do, uh, you can take it back and I can walk to work or Uber or get a bike, but I just can't make these payments. And most local community small banks will be like, let's put you on defer, deferred payments. We'll help you out. We'll do what we can. Because they don't want your fucking car. They want your money. You don't have any? Ask. Don't answer no for the other party without asking the question, right? You got to go to the banks and communicate. You got to communicate with the credit card companies now. If you have issues with a shutdown based on finances, Today is the day to get aggressive right now. And then don't, what did I say? What I, what did I learn from the first shutdown and from COVID hitting in 2020? I learned that I wasn't prepared financially to run this organization the way I thought it needed to be run with that kind of shutdown, with that kind of momentum loss, with that kind of deficit income production. So I had to get really aggressive on how we plan for the future. So I didn't have it all figured out either. It scared the shit out of me. We had to make some changes and we have, and we are. And we're going to continue to make those and get stronger and stronger and stronger. So every individual, every couple, every small family, young family and small business should be doing the same thing because we could have another COVID tomorrow. It could be something else. It's, it's not necessarily the, the government's job to shut us down. We could get shut down by something completely different, you know? So don't wait for the emergency plan ahead, plan and strategize. Wow. Cool concepts. Yeah. That was really good. That was two questions, and that was a lot of material for two questions. How long did we go for two questions? Uh, it's 11-11, make a wish. Well, I mean, it's 11-11, but so you got to make a wish. What, what would you wish for right now? Mm. I wish we had the rights to if I close my eyes forever. With the rights to sing it? No, just to play it right now. Just to play it right now, yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, that would be nice. I don't know, man. I just wish everyone out there... Like health and happiness and uh, you know what I really wish? I wish everybody could just taste the fire in my belly. Like literally like not in a asshole, like get a taste, like just taste the way that I feel for 30 seconds. Especially if you're like one of those people who has anxiety and feels depressed. And I just want you to feel like I'm in go mode. Like, high octane fuel ready to get after it yeah. and all this stuff happening in the background. It just, I don't even think about it. Right. It's, it's 
it's a light switch that's just off in my world. The breakers broke and that there's no power to that supply. It's like, I don't even think I just do this other stuff and I occupy myself with self-advancement and family protection and corporate structure and security. And I don't think about all that other shit. And so I just wish everybody out there could just sit in my mindset or get into my mindset for just 30 seconds and if they could tap into it, I really think it'd be like, whoa, you know, holy shit. Yeah. Like step into a Slim Jim kind of thing, you know? Oh, like, yeah. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? That energy, that's just how I feel. Now, do I feel that way 24-7? No. Do I have times when I'm yawning and I'm tired and I just want to take, lay my head down and be like, oh, my God, I can't do this anymore? Of course I just work through them. I muscle through them or I bounce back around them or somebody comes into my life and says something funny and I'm like, ha ha ha. And I change my mindset just right then. Yeah. But you know, I just, that's what I wish. I wish everybody could tap. Cause I know I, it's not natural for people to be this fired up and this motivated. I know it's not right. It's but it's contagious. It is. I believe that it is contagious, but it's just like, that's really what I wish that everyone could feel that just for a minute and feel that, that I tell you what I think it feels like. I think it feels like the moment when they call your name and you've won an award. Like I've won some awards as a kid and maybe as a young adult, little stuff. And that's a good feeling. But like when you win an award, like a national or a big like Pulitzer prize or, or an AMA or a, some Oscar or something, I bet that just feels like I feel inside. That's what I imagine anyway. It's like this surreal pump, like heart, you know, and I wish everybody could kind of feel that and feel the confidence and the drive and the fire that I have just long enough. That they know it actually exists. It's not bullshit. And then now they have to taste. They've got to get it again. They got to find a way to get it again. I've tapped into it. Now I got to, I got to touch it every day. Like I got to have that. And it's not addicting. It's, it's encouraging. It's like, I'm not going from high to high to high chasing every book writer and seminar and hot podcast of the moment to try to get my fix. I'm fixed on what I'm doing and that's my fix. And so I want people to feel that and tap into that. And once they tap into it, figure out what triggered it and go do it again, figure out what triggered it and do it again and do it again and do it again and do it again and never, regardless of who's president, governor, just go. And uh, do it for your own good. Do it for the good of your family, your peers, your network, your employer. I mean, if you're just an employee, absolutely noble position. Just be an employee in a company. Be that fired up for your employer and your coworkers and everybody, you know. It does have its dark moments because it does fade. And there's some pretty dark times when you get in that quiet headspace and you doubt and you self, you know, self-doubt and, and self-deprecate and stuff like that, but they don't last for very long. They're not weeks and days. They're like minutes and hours maybe, you know? Um, but yeah, get fired up. Mm. I've only had like two cups of coffee. I'm just saying. That's pretty good. I'm fired up. Sweet. I'm going to go make a deal now. I got a lunch meeting. You've come from those places though, and you felt what I'm feeling. Oh right? yeah, for sure. So you know it's real. Yeah. It's not hype. Like you've tasted it yeah. in the last 12 months. Yeah. You went from oh, kind of humdrum to whatever existence to like, yes. Yeah. Right? So tell them it's not bullshit. It's for real. It's not bullshit. It's for real. That's right. It's not a drug. 
It's not a drug. Uh-huh. It's just, it's the, it's the energy, man, just coming out of you. That's like, you know what it tastes like? <laughs> I don't know. I want to know the answer to this. Success. Success. That oh, may be, yeah. Success. That's a, that's a good way to end that one. Yeah. Good times, man. Well, those are two powerful questions. And then the wish was a third. So that was a lot of stuff in a, in a short amount of time. It was. We packed it in there. We did. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, that was a good episode. I don't know why all of a sudden we wrap these up. I go like a B. I'm a BBC. This is the BBC World News. We're the NPR Public Radio. That was a great podcast. <laughs> yeah, we always say thank you because it's important. Um, I wish that the numbers, I wish there was 100,000 views and not 53 or whatever. Well, it is you know what? Doing. I'm going to go back and count them. Go back and count I'm going to go back yeah. and count them. Every <laughs> single one. I'll see you in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the Everything I Know podcast. Subscribe on all platforms where you platform. Wherever, wherever you platform, that's actually funny. I like that. Well, that we need that on a T-shirt. Where do you platform? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm appreciative. I'm thankful. Share this video if it fired you up with a hundred thousand people, and I will let my hair down in the next episode. There you go. I said it. Oof. Oof. Get ready. Whatever number next episode is, it's the hair down episode. <laughs> For, for both of us. <laughs> for both of us, yeah. All awesome. Right. Peace out, everybody. Chill and uh, have a great one.